So the other day, the government came out and said they had launched a campaign called Flowers for Hope, which basically means that the government is sending out flowers to people who are in the front line of fighting this global pandemic thing that is coronavirus and the COVID-19 disease. So the flowers are meant for doctors and nurses and even people who are recovering from the virus. The problem, however, is that the Kenyan government was not sending these flowers. Oh, and I forgot, in these bouquets of flowers that are being sent out, you, al you also get um, a handwritten note from the president. Okay, I don't know if it's handwritten, but it's a note from the president, uh, President Uhuru Kenyatta. Now, the problem that Kenyans had with this campaign was that this whole campaign was not designed for Kenyan doctors and nurses and even recovering patients from Kenya. They are, they are doing this campaign, the government is doing this campaign for people in the UK. And believe me, when you do anything that sort of crosses the line with Kenyans, they're going to come at you and let you know, and they'll speak their minds without any fear or concern. So if you've been monitoring this COVID-19 thing in Kenya, you know that the situation has not been handled in the best of ways. And people who are coming at the president and the people behind this campaign with all different reasons. And if you look at them from face value, all these uh, arguments that they are putting out makes a lot of sense. So just to give you, I don't know, like top five of the reasons that people are giving. Number one, they are saying that, yes, there is KQ, the Kenya Airways that had agreed to bring Kenyans from China back home. But these Kenyans had to pay. Okay, now to give you a brief context on that, um, the last couple of days we've been seeing videos on social media basically of Kenyans and Africans in general being mistreated by their Chinese counterparts. Counterparts, sorry. So ideally, if you're a Kenyan in China, you'd come home from wherever you had gone and all your things would be thrown out, you know. So basically what Africans are going through is racism. And the argument that is being put out is that corona is coming from Africans, which is a weird accusation to make, considering that the history of this virus has been pointed towards the Chinese. So Kenyans have been, Kenyans in China have been asking the government to sort of bring them back home. So the government said, I don't know, I don't know if this is a, a verified statement, but there's a lot of communication. And this episode is going to be based off of information that is available on the internet. So KQ and the government say that if you are in China and you want to come back home, we're going to give you, the, there's a flight that's going to come for you, but you have to pay, you get. So when you look at that situation and this flowers for hope situation, it makes you wonder why is it important for the government to be sending out flowers off. There's always a, a cost implication attached to it, but the government find, finds it more uh, feasible for them to be sending out flowers instead of sending a flight or a, a plane to China and go bring back Kenyans. So that was one of the speaking points that guys were pointing out. The other thing is... Uh, Kenyans do not necessarily have the means because if you if you listen to all these press conferences by the government by the president and the minister for health they keep telling people to stay at home if you look at an average Kenyan an average Kenyan actually needs to go out there and hustle and look for food 
because that is how the economy is. You have to go out there and work and get your payday or you, you paid per day, that is. That's what I mean by payday. So if you ask so if you're asking these people to stay at home, then that means that they have no means of earning a living. So the other argument, just to clarify, is the government was saying not the government, the Kenyans were saying that instead of spending this money, sending out flowers to the UK, you should actually have come up with a better way of helping people get a way to eat. You know, just the basic needs, have water, have food, and even the mask that we need, we so need to have during this period. Now, if you think about it, uh, we've been seeing a lot of videos trending online, and they are mostly of the one, the one that touched most Kenyans was the po police brutality that was, was, that was experienced in Mombasa. And Kenyans were being roughed up because they had not gotten to the ferry in good time. So that was the other argument. And the other argument that stuck out with me is uh, back home, we have doctors, we have nurses, and we supposedly have people who have recovered from this virus. So why aren't these people being given the first priority? So that was the other point that people were also giving out. And then uh, if you listen or watch the news, you notice that uh, the Minister for Health fired, the I think, the CEO for Cambry. Cambry is the Kenya Medical Research Institute. And what the reason that was given was that he was not giving out or churning out uh, coronavirus results as fast as the government wants. But there's also a conspiracy online. And I saw a tweet by Robert Alai, so he was claiming that the government wanted uh, the Cambry CEO to manipulate the results of the testings that they were doing, but he was not going to do it, so he got fired. But that is something that I cannot <laughs> verify. So I'm just going to point it out, but I'm not going to speak on it from a point of authority. Then the other thing is that if you... If you been sus suspected to have the virus, you've been sent to quarantine. And there was a story about a Kenyan artist, Ekodida, who was sort of found in a found, sort of found himself in a situation that had him arrested and then end up in a quarantine. So the other thing that people are saying is how are we spending money, sending flowers and a pilot, obviously, and spending more money because even for the committee to sit, we all know that the government um, had a committee for that to happen and that means that whoever is sitting in that committee is going to be paid so the question is how do we have money to go and send flowers to the UK but we do not have money to help Kenyans stay comfortably in the quarantine because what we are told is if you've been taken to the quarantine number one you have to pay 2,000 Kenyan shillings a day which is basically money that is meant to cater for your stay there. So how do we have money to send flowers to the UK, but we do not have money to support our own Kenyans back home? And then the other argument that was more obvious, because even when I started mentioning these reasons, that is something that you might have thought of already, is why is there money to send flowers to the UK when our doctors and nurses do not necessarily have PPEs. So PPEs are personal protective equipment. And there was even a story, there was a press briefing actually by one of the nurses leaders. And what, what he was saying was that some of their members, now these nurses, who are coming in from Thika and 
outside the metropolis Nairobi metropolis so if you are not aware the Nairobi metropolis is under lockdown so you cannot come in Nairobi or leave Nairobi you have to sort of stay within but now if you are a health doctor if you are a health person so there are people who fall under the essential service providers so these are nurses doctors and even the companies that cater for basic needs so food and that kind of thing so those people and even media people they have sort of a, a special pass that allows them to move from point A to point B without necessarily uh being hindered by the curfew so if our nurses are going through all this and even the what is it called uh there was also another piece of news that said um there was a, a snag a traffic snag between Kenya and Uganda and what was happening was that all the drivers the trailer drivers who were on the border had to be tested and those guys have been there for almost 72 hours so the question was going that was going to the government mostly was that how do we have money to send flowers to the UK yet back home we still have on have our own problems now not to blow this whole thing out of proportion please note that the bouquets that were sent out were 300 and i know that people usually have um mixed feelings whenever an, an announcement is made so i'm going to try and fit my foot in and my foot in this situation and try to look at it from the government perspective so if you are a kenyan or if you are, or if you have any interest in uh, the flower space or the flower business you already know of the iftex event so iftex is the international flower trade expo so what happens is these organizers bring in people who actually buy flowers from flower farmers in Kenya and if you if you've ever attended this event you usually see that a bigger percentage of the participants are not Kenyan and if you look at this whole situation with the uh, the government coming up with this flowers for hope campaign from my perspective or from the government perspective i would assume is that mother's day is coming mother's day is around the corner and there is that need to remind there is that need to remind the people that actually buy flowers from Kenya that we can still send flowers if need be so i think it was more of a business decision because at the end of the day we also need to look at it from a business perspective yes there is emotions involved and there is uh, poor judgment in decision made but at the end of the day or if you look at this whole situation the government also needs to make sure that the economy stays at float a float sorry the government needs to make sure that the economy stays a float and i feel i have a feeling that this whole flowers for hope campaign is basically a marketing campaign by the government making sure that uh, this organization stay relevant so we have the Kenya Flower Council we have Kepsa which is basically a body that helps support SMEs so as a way of helping and supporting the farmers the flower farmers then now this was a necessary move we also have companies like Elgon Kenya and Flamingo Flowers Limited who are also part of the committee so basically the government did not buy these flowers or package them so if you look at this committee you also you already see that there's a flower farm involved you already see that there's a company like Elgon Elgon Kenya that focuses on agribusiness products and then Kepsa takes care takes care of SMEs. So if you look at this whole situation, chances are money did not come directly from the government, but having the president um authority or pre- the president affiliation to this whole situation 
is what blew this thing out of proportion. So do I think that the government did a good thing? Yes, from a business perspective, yes. But if you bring in the emotional side of it, that is something that I can not speak of, mostly because at the end of the, at the, end of the day, everyone is entitled to their own feelings and opinions. And this is my own. So let me know what you think. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you want to connect with me on social media, I am at The Kenyan Entrepreneur on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So on Twitter, I'm at Ngida Sebastian. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gooms Africa podcast. If this is the first time that you're listening to a podcast or an episode on this platform, around here we talk about what is happening in the business and tech spaces. That has been my time for today. Peace out. (laughs) 